This week's episode, we talk about recent states that have decriminalized cannabis, states that want to fund education toward cannabis, and FDA clarifications, and, uh, who? Well, do you want to know what who said? Who said what? What? What's who? Who? Who said? Who? Who's who? 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 You're talking like Pete Townsend who? <laughs> what? The World Health Organization? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. There's the light bulb. This episode is brought to you by TheHempJar.com. You know, CBD oil is everywhere. Gas stations, pillows, I've even seen it on pizza. It's hard to figure out where to start or what's even good. Neuroscientists and doctors are discovering that the more compounds in hemp or oil products, the more synergistic balance one can obtain. That's why products from the hemp jar contain every natural compound, about 480, not just the handful that common CBD oil provides. TheHempJar.com delivers the whole genetic code of the plant and delivers it right to your front door. Feel the difference by going to TheHempJar.com and entering in promo code CANNABINERDS10 for 10% off any order. Every natural compound giving the most relief for you and your wallet. TheHempJar.com, in its most natural form. Hello, 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 everybody. This is another fabulous day. I am David. I have Rachel over here on the other mic. That actually makes this Cannabinerds. Hello. We're exploring the world of cannabis in all its forms. Socially, politically, scientifically, we're here for you. Yeah, and we do our best. (laughs) That's all we can do, really. And we're learning. Yes, learning's with it. I don't have all the answers, but I like finding out more answers. The more I learn, the more I don't know. So this week, we're going to be going over more article, more news and different articles that we found. And Yeah, kind of picking off of piggybacking off of last week. What did I say, piggybacking? I don't know, but I liked it. <laughs> we're going to piggyback all the way home. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, regardless, <laughs> uh, just doing kind of like a second rendition to last week. Um more of what the 2020 is going to be as far as the states and what's going to happen and what is happening currently. It's fantastic. We also have some great stuff in the works for everybody in the coming weeks. Heck yeah. We got some good interviews coming up. Yes. Fingers crossed. No, they're happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. Fantastic. How was your, uh, how's your weekend going? Oh, how's this week been for you? The kids started school. Yeah. Which was nice. Uh Uh-huh. It's kind of disruptive because I got used to them not having me make lunches. (laughs) Oh, that five minutes in the morning. (laughs) It's terrible. I know. Every time. I'm not one to really be hungry in the morning. I just, the thought of food kind of repulses me. Hmm. So making, it's, I would chalk it up to going to the grocery store when you're hungry but the opposite 
Yeah. Well, so if you like, go to the grocery store when you're feeling nauseous, nothing's in it. You don't want to buy anything. As opposed to you just buy a lot of Cheez-Its and chips when you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. At least I or do. Or high. <laughs> oh, yeah, Speaking true. of cannabis, <laughs> going to the grocery store when you're high. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. What was the most random object that you got or a piece of food or whatever item? I don't, I don't think That's anything. That's the word I was looking for. I don't think anything was random. It was just probably way more than I needed of different mm. things, like uh, more chips th- than you need to <laughs> buy. Instead more, of one it, bag, it was three different yes, kinds of bags. Or, yeah, and you had you wanted all the flavors, like all the different flavors of almonds or, you know, different things. You know what I really like is the sun chips. Oh, yeah. I forget about those. Sun chips and Cheez-Its. Put those together. and Not Cheez-Its. I'm sorry. Uh, goldfish. Oh, but Cheez-Its are so good. They're the fishes that are so delicious. Oh, the snack that <laughs> smiles back. Yeah. That's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> So, what what are some of the things that you found this week? You know? Well, wait, wait. Tell okay. us how your week has been, besides the lunchtime disruption. This week has been actually pretty good. I feel really good. Uh, after the holiday, well, during the holidays, um, there was a period of being lazy. There was a period of being sick. And There's eating a like an asshole. Of, yeah, <laughs> eating crazy foods, drinking, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of activity. So I did not, I just did decided and chose not to work out or do any physical activity. Right. So getting back on the bandwagon, so to speak, this week, been feeling really good. I got a lot of stuff accomplished. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of great people. And I think it's the, personally, I think it's the jolt of energy you get in the morning. I, I wake up. And in the first five, 10 minutes I wake up, I'm doing stuff. Exercising. Exercising, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel that really jump starts my day to be very productive. Heck yeah. And I get a lot of great ideas doing that. Uh, Something happens, and I don't know all the science behind it, but something happens where I get the endorphins going that Mm -hmm. I am just, to sound cheesy, I'm on fire for the day. Yeah. That's... uh, 50% 50% of why I enjoy working out in the morning. Yeah. I notice you take a little bit of time, though. Yeah, because I can't go from being tired to doing high-intensity cardio or something. I, I need a little bit of time. I need my coffee to kick in. Whereas, I don't know, I guess I could do weight stuff. But it's just when you have to get your heart rate up, I can't quite do that straight out of bed. I'm going to call Tony Robbins and get him over here. Yeah, he's going to tell me to jump up and down. He's, he's going to get you out of bed, jump up and down, and go pour into, an ice bucket over I was going to say, go in the cold plunge. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. I would, I would enjoy it. Oh, I'll do that for you. So, yeah, this week has been fantastic. I feel good. good and I just hope and cross my fingers and commit to, or cross my fingers that I can commit to keep on keeping on with that the exercise yeah. and getting that yeah absolutely i think it's a game changer mm-hmm. and then you start to look forward to it and then you know you don't dread it anymore and you start to miss it if you can't like if you're sick for me if i get sick and i can't mm-hmm. do my morning workout i get so bummed <laughs> i get I'm like the opposite i'm like yes you have an excuse it's a whole pass <laughs> see but then but that's what i'm saying if you continue to do it yeah it will that will shift and you'll get bummed out when you can't true i I mean if it's cardio day i never get sad if i have to skip it (laughs) i hate getting sick so when i do get sick i think i almost prolong my time to get back working out 
I don't work out when I'm sick. That's just a terrible idea. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yep. I may take one or two days extra. Like, ah, I was sick. I can't do it today. Well, that's what they say. It's harder to get back into the mm-hmm. habit. The habit. You. Any hoozle. So, what are we going to start with as far as, are we going to talk about some, some of the things happening in a few different states? You know, as of today, today when we were recording, or we are recording today, <laughs> uh, it is the 11th of January, 2020. And this day, Hawaii's cannabis decriminalization law officially is in effect. Woo-hoo. Hawaii is, in fact, the 26th state to decriminalize cannabis. That's over half now. I feel like we need like those, uh, uh, what do you got, the New Year's Eve I was thinking that, yeah. buzzers or something. Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, that that's like the tipping point. We've gone over halfway now, 26 mm-hmm. out of 50. I mean... Now we've officially gone from... Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Hawaii is a 26th state to decriminalize cannabis. Um, and marijuana under three grams is no longer punishable with jail time. Instead, it's a $130 fine. This okay. is where we need the womp womp. I know. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it's... Sad trombone. If you have over three grams or under three grams, you still get... Like under three grams no you get a 130 dollar fine this is probably one of the lowest decriminalization laws out there a lot of states are a lot higher as far as yeah, the as far amount as, of marijuana well there's some states that are kicking those people that are in there for marijuana offenses out of jail so <laughs> yeah I mean, it's all over the, the board yeah so that's what we were talking about last week was the decriminalization and it's different from the state to state so mm-hmm. hawaii is one of the lowest being three grams but still that's huge though i mean just to not it is low i don't, mm-hmm. I don't mean to cut you off <laughs> <laughs> so governor david eig I think his name is called David Ige, I-G-E, allowed the law to go in effect without his signature, actually. And it's interesting why. Um, He has a history of vetoing bills to legalize industrial hemp and inter-island transport of medical marijuana. So he's kind of on the negative side of legalization. Yeah. Okay. From what I've been reading. Uh, He was reluctant to actually let this bill advance, and it was a very tough call, quote-unquote, and, quote, back and forth quote unquote before allowing it to move forward so he was like i don't want anything to do with this he washed his hand of it yeah but that allowed you know just to move forward uh some which is bureaucratic technical way i was kind of unclear about that hmm. why that passed without a signature but yeah baby steps yes it's a movement forward but I would think any other movement forward might be an uphill battle specifically for hawaii in this current time. With this current governor? Is that yeah, who you're talking Yeah, the governor, yeah. Mm-hmm. So de- decriminalizing marijuana by removing threat of jail time seems like a modest reform that lawmakers and voters expect to see this year uh, nationwide. Okay. So that's like the minimum. Yeah. I would think just reading that it would be the minimum that a state could do to decriminalize cannabis mm-hmm. is just okay you're not going to jail but give us 200 bucks but that's huge i mean it that means it's not going to come with a felony or a misdemeanor that's on your record it's just like a ticket you know what which, i just sounded like huh the kgb <laughs> <laughs> dwight's version <laughs> v will not uh, knock knock <laughs> what was it knock knock yeah who's there the kgb I don't remember what he's supposed to No, then he the slaps him who? and then slams like, 
Vivo's asking questions here. Vivo asked the question. Even though it's a German accent. <laughs> I always wonder that. Vivo. Yeah. Vivo asked the questions. I don't think the question starts with an F. <laughs> Vivo asked the questions. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next. So, moving on to Alaska, there's a new report. Which? What? You love Alaska. I do love Alaska. Alaska is very near and dear to my heart. I've never been. Yeah. But someday I hope to visit slash maybe live. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll go with you. <laughs> Am I just breaking the news to you that I want to live there someday? I'm not hating it. You yes. Know? You have never said that. To I me, love but. the snow. I love it. I love cold. I love bundling up and I love Alaska. I and I also love the final frontier. The last frontier. The last frontier. (laughs) I also love the final frontier. Star Trek is amazing. Yes. TNG. But I will say the darkness might be difficult to live in. I don't think, for me, I don't think it would. Oh, and you could sleep when it's completely light outside all day? That might be a... Well, if I had blackout curtains. Anyway. (laughs) Alaska. There is a new report from the State Department of Revenue and Excise Tax dealing uh, or detailing Alaska's tax revenue from cannabis and... Drum roll. From October alone, they saw $2 million, which is great. It was like the first time they actually had over $2 million, which I found was quite fascinating. Yeah, and they do, their population is a lot smaller than these other states, you know, so it's... Total. They have 735,000 people living in in all of Alaska. Alaska. You know what's interesting? They have just as many people in Alaska. I think it's a 20,000 person Difference. difference than the district of columbia okay so there's just as many people living in the washington dc than alaska which well, is fun it is that's one of the reasons that's, they're number three on the least populated states yeah and you look at doc the district of columbia and mm-hmm. it's a little teensy dot and then yeah. alaska is like this massive Huge. thing you know? it's like california compared to australia oh yeah and yeah, L.A. population is no, no, no. No, well, hats off to Australia. Uh, we'll take a little moment just to say, if you have any extra cash, please donate to Australia. They need your help. Yeah. All the arsonry and efforts. Uh, yeah, and with people not giving money as far as the government, and then yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll just cut that out. But yeah, we love our Australian friends. We live there for five years, so yeah. We, we love Australia. Good vibes and hearts out to them. One day, hopefully, we will be saying that Australia has legalized and decriminalized marijuana. That would be an awesome Hey, if day. you're from Australia, give us a call. Hit yeah. us up. We want to know how exactly the cannabis industry is going. So, babe, what's happening elsewhere? So, I noticed that the government governor... Mm-hmm. Governor Cuomo, mm-hmm. he is determined to legalize marijuana, which really? is awesome. I mean, he not only did it get shut down last year. I mean, it was they just had a hard time. Do you know how agreeing. it got shut down? Yeah, they had a hard time agreeing on the tax allocations. Okay, so it was just little piddly things, you know, that just caused it to just fizzle out. Kind of it. They they worked and worked for months. Creative and, differences. Yes, but <laughs> kind of like uh, Oprah and Apple, they have creative differences, so they're going to stop making a uh, documentary now. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> 
Sorry, news I, I read that today. <laughs> More news. Creative differences between New York and the governor. Okay. Well, yeah, the lawmakers and stuff, they just, they couldn't agree necessarily on where to allocate the okay. taxes. So he is determined though, and he's going to try again this year. Mm-hmm. And he's much more confident that it's going to happen. I think they've probably, you know, come to some agreements over this time. But Okay. Or they're no. just seeing how it's affecting everybody else. It's like, wait, these states are getting $2 million a month? Yeah. Or five point or what was it, $121 million a month? For Colorado, yeah. For Colorado, like, yeah. why aren't we doing this? Yeah, let's stop bickering over the little money. Who cares where the but, money goes? We have money. Yes. <laughs> I wish I had money. So he's <laughs> actually put it at the top of the priority list for social initiatives for, okay. him, for his government, like... Nice. governorship okay. whatever this year yep. um, but not only that what I think is really cool is he's kind of wanting to even go above and beyond and be the best you know and he wants to make a global cannabis center for science research and education really within the university which within the university system there okay so it's kind of like okay you know what let's legalize it but let's also go above and beyond and create this you know unlike any where has seen kind of research facility and place that you can be educated and do research. So I think that's, I think that's really awesome. He's obviously passionate about it and he, you know, he's definitely talked about decriminalizing it and everything like that because of the fact that, you know, there's been some unfairness as far as the racial aspect of people that, you know, actually like if, you know, a white person got pulled over with a little bit of weed, they're probably not going to get in trouble. And so I think he sees mm-hmm. that in the reality of, you know, other races get what pulled over. What actually happens, yes. which is disgusting. Yes. And yeah. so it's, I think it's really cool. It's definitely, I, I'm very hopeful yeah. for it, for New York as well. And interestingly enough, the first time I ever heard about marijuana or much less, I guess, the CBD, the Charlotte's Web, mm-hmm. the first time I ever heard about that was from a woman who moved from New York Really, with her son. And I just said, you know, how long are you staying? Cause she was telling me that it has cured her son pretty much of his epilepsy and his seizures. Yeah. I mean, he got rid of all these medicines and I said, you know, how long are you guys going to stay in Colorado then? And she said, well, till it's legalized in New York. So this could be good news for her. You know, hopefully they'll be able to move back and get the medicine for their son. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great news. So Go Governor Cuomo. Whoop, whoop. There's a lot of promise for 2020. Yeah. Absolutely. So, as you all know, we are cannabinoids, and that means we absolutely love bringing the cannabis industry to your ears and all of the details that come with that. But we also love your partnership and support. A lot of work goes into creating each episode and keeping it free for everybody. You can support Cannabinerds continuing to do that by becoming a Patreon. Becoming a Patreon for Cannabinerds comes with several perks like ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and even some sweet Cannabinerds t-shirts and hats. To become a Patreon, head over to CannabinerdsPodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button. It's that easy. It's been amazing being a part of Cannabinerds, so we invite you to join us so you can be a Cannabinerd too. Um, there is a constant battling in my brain with the FDA. Mm-hmm. Even in this industry, cannabis or even CBD, there's just a constant... We've talked a bit, uh, several times before 
which is a constant what's going to happen. It's like they're sitting on something. They're very careful. They're not really, it doesn't seem like they're moving forward. They don't have all the resources and the science research that they need to make any final decisions on. I feel like they're just dragging their feet. That's my personal opinion. I'm trying to come at this more from against my own opinions and more so just looking at it from a non-biased approach, right? Yeah, but it's okay to be biased. It's our podcast. Yeah, it's true. So I'll say this. Is cannabis federally legal? No. Right. So is CBD federally legal? I don't know. I mean, I I know they passed the farm bill, Mm -hmm. which, you know, now you can ship and get CBD products Mm -hmm. anywhere. But I don't know what that means as far as federally like is. So there's a can of worms right there. If you try and answer, is CBD federally legal, that there's a lot of caveats to that. Okay. So under the 2018 Farm Bill, what it states is that, yes, CBD is legal if it's hemp-derived, hemp being 0.3% THC or lower. Mm -hmm. However, on the other hand... The FDA has constantly held the position that is an unlawful act to use CBD as a food ingredient or market it as a dietary supplement with no therapeutic claims to be made about it. It's illegal or it is legal? Has held the position that it is an unlaw it is an unlawful act to use CBD as those things. So we're in Is that if it's I wonder if, is that if it's derived from marijuana, which, you know, we have gone over. that's just CBD stamped. If it's CBD, you can't use it as a food ingredient. You can't use it as a dietary supplement and you can't make any therapeutic claims about it. So that's basically everybody's marketing strategy. So where does that leave us? So that's federally not legal, which is. According to the FDA. The other thing is, how are they going to, part of my opinion, how are they actually going to cap this? You know, if it is, in fact, illegal according to their standards, which they haven't really done anything about other than writing 21, 22 letters, 23, I don't know, 23 letters to companies this year saying cease and desist with your claims. What are they actually going to do to something that is exploding? We're about to burst this huge CBD bubble. Well, and they've passed the farm bills, so now it's legal to sell these things. So what, it's just the way it's marketed? Like if you just... It's I mean, all, yeah, more or less, it's all about how you market it. So if you say hemp flower for sale, I mean, I've literally seen handwritten signs on the side of the road yeah. at intersections. That's, They're not making any kind of I would claims. Say that, mm-hmm, sorry, I, I'm excited. No, it, that means that that would be legal. I mean, they're not making any kind of therapeutic claims. They're not using it as a food. They're not putting it in anything. They're just selling the hemp flower. Mm-hmm. Would that be federally legal then? That's the wild card. Okay. Because if you have, I think what the FDA and a lot of people concur is that if you say CBD, they're referring to it as an isolated compound. Yeah. Which I definitely, that's not true. You can't just have CBD flower. That doesn't exist. CBD flower does not exist. (laughs) It could be high CBD flower, but still, that's still a marketing technique. I don't think the FDA would smile upon. Okay. But that's the wild card here is that if it is a hemp-derived product, you're not really advertising in a CBD, even though there's CBD in it, can you, in fact, uh, market it as a food supplement or a therapeutic value substance? That's 
I think that's maybe what the industry is screaming about. Hey, we need to know what's right, what's wrong. But even if the regulation comes in, here's my opinion. Is that necessarily a good thing? Yeah. It's all this CBD isolate companies are there, or even CBD companies, oil companies. Are they going to lose a third of their business or whatever it is by losing CBD isolate? Right. I don't know. Because some people do have great success with CBD isolate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't think... There needs to be this kind of... So this is just referring to CBD and the FDA's opinion on CBD or on, on hemp. On CBD. And I think uh, GW Pharmaceuticals owns the patent for CBD. That's another can of worms right there. Okay, but here's my question. We've got natural grocers right up the road. Yep. Frequent them. Mm-hmm. Love them. Great. But they have multiple CBD products mm-hmm. that are you know, in the supplement department. So... Is that federally illegal then? Are they are they going to be running into issues with banking and things like that? Because this is a chain grocery store. I mean, possibly. I just I wonder how that would affect. It depends on how they're marketing it. You know, it seems. Are they putting it into their bodies? Is it a food ingredient? Is it a food supplement? Is it a uh, it would... dietary supplement? Then yes, according to the FDA, hmm. it's unlawful. Ridic. I personally think that it is marketed that way. I mean, it's in a little vitamin thing. Usually it's in capsules or something like that. And they Mm -hmm. talk about, you know, take this for this. So it's obviously being marketed as something therapeutic, Mm -hmm. some sort, but you know, one way you could get around it though, is using or marketing it as a cosmetic. So if you sell the cream, it doesn't matter if it's like a cosmetic cream, but, but still they're not just going to be like, put this on your face and it will. It's just all about the marketing apparently, you know, so that's, I'm going to come back to another opinion. FDA, it's can you a just bunch figure of it out? Bull, bull, uh, uh, bureaucratic. <laughs> well, bureaucratic, it's also bull. yeah, yeah. Kind of a little bit of beep, beep, burp. We don't like the bull right. shit either. It's just bureaucratics that are getting in the way. There's a bunch of red tape here, and it just it seems kind of messy to me personally, and I'd rather just not have to de- deal with it and be in the industry. Well, and you, still be in the industry and not have to deal with it. I, it's just when government puts their head into something, sometimes it's just not a good outcome. Well, do you want to know what who said? Who said what? What? What's who? Who? Who said? Who? Who's who? 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 You're talking like Pete Townsend who? <laughs> what? The World Health Organization? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There's the light bulb. So, really exciting with them. They're yeah. kind of on the opposite, you know, side of this is like the excitement part. They okay. report that they have found no adverse health outcomes for uses of C- with for the use of CBD. None. I can I mean, how crazy is that? I think common sense would concur with that. Yeah, but I mean, for and it work like the World Health for who? <laughs> <laughs> for the World Health Organization to specifically state that they have found zero. I mean, mm-hmm. they can find stuff in anything. You know, it's like all these great naturally derived coconut oil and, you know, all these different things that we ingest all the yeah, time. The they can world, find stuff. Like civilization as we know it in the universe, the top health organization in the universe, mm-hmm. the World Health. It's like. 
the top tier of health organizations have discovered what? They have discovered no adverse health outcomes, but rather several medical applications for cannabidiol, a.k.a. CBD, despite U.S. federal policy on this cannabinoid chemical. So according to their preliminary report published last month, Naturally occurring CBD is safe and well-tolerated in humans and animals and is not associated with any negative public health effects. Mm -hmm. So even further, they say it's a non-psychoactive count that CBD, the non-psychoactive chemical, which we have figured out Mm -hmm. it is psychoactive because it it's it's not inebriating, which I I think think is. yeah. Yeah. I think everybody knew that in general, like for the people who have studied this, but it's like coming out into the public and do we really want to say CBD psychoactive? Yes. No, because people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to be tripping. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. the whole stigma of it. But yeah, it's CBD's psychoactive, THC psychoactive. However, CBD is not intoxicating as opposed to THC is intoxicating. Yes. That's the difference. But it I means language. I saw a language. cool meme online about that. But anyway. Mm. So, <laughs> but what they found in cannabis that it does not induce physical dependence, which is awesome. A yep. lot of people get worried about that mm-hmm. and is not associated with abuse potential. Mm-hmm. They also wrote that unlike THC, people aren't getting high off of CBD. True. So, I mean, it's just cool to, obviously this is something that we all know, mm-hmm. but it's really cool to just hear that after all this research and, you know, any kind of big organization. The top organization of health Throughout the universe. Was it who? Who what? (laughs) What who? The World Health Organization? I feel like Abbott and Costello here. Yeah. (laughs) But not as clever. We're more just yelling who. (laughs) But anyways, it's cool. It's I'm excited that it's finally out there. And hopefully, you know, some of these people that have held on to this stigma of, you know, the cannabis plant produces marijuana and marijuana gets you high and marijuana does all these things. You know, it's... This is literally the World Health Organization saying, hey, you know what? You're not going to be a drug addict. Chill out, everybody. You're not going to get high. So simmer down there, folks. Take about 50% off. (laughs) Oh, 50. 50. 7%. I said 10. You said 50 or 7? 57. Oh, 57. That's great. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. It's always a pleasure talking to everybody here and talking to you. And thank you just for being committed and to being a cannabinerd with us. Yes. It's been a fun journey. If you want to know more about cannabinerds, you can head on over to cannabinerdspodcast.com. You can leave us a little note, find out some articles we wrote, find out uh, a bunch of stuff. You can even, uh, there's a little button there if you want to subscribe or um little button there if you want to become a patreon yeah help support the show that would be fantastic you can also write us at you can write me at david woji on twitter or there's cannabinoids pod all across the board for social media absolutely uh rachel you actually got a new insta uh twitter account didn't you yes at rachel (laughs) woji yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever you set it up as. Yeah. <laughs> she might check it. Who knows? I'll check it. Yeah, she will. Just give me something to look at when I check it, please. <laughs> oh, you might get some crazy things. I wouldn't say. That's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's fine. Send we'll her crazy that. things. 
<laughs> we'll see. But thank you for listening, everybody. It's always a pleasure. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Absolutely.